This is 251 Now with Kelly Finley, the go-to place for what's happening in our local community. Presented by AIDS Alabama South and the Mobile County Health Department. The businesses you need to know about, local artists to support, restaurants to visit, community leaders making a difference, local topics you and your friends are talking about now. Good Sunday morning and welcome to 251 Now with Kelly Finley. I'm Kelly Finley. As always, very thankful to be able to share with you some really good news when it comes to good people doing good works in the community. As I do each Sunday, I have my guests introduce themselves and tell you a little bit about, um, you know, which organization they're representing. And then we get right to the conversation at hand. Good morning. Good morning. It's great to have you. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. Let everyone know who you are. So I'm Donna Ward. And you wear many hats, um, mom, wife, and survivor. Yes. And author. Yes, author. And, and so you and I, we recently met at an event, mm-hmm. um, an FCA event, and um, we're connected. And it's powerful, the connection, because you're wanting to help people to understand how they can overcome a really big battle, especially when it comes to their health. Right. So you wrote this book. What's the name of your book? The book is called Unexpected Hope. And where did this book stem from? So um, my cancer journey, not just a cancer journey, but also a journey of faith. Um, So I was diagnosed with breast cancer in 2012. And it's been a journey that's lasted way too long, been way too hard. And... um, it was an unwanted journey. Mm-hmm. It took me down some really scary roads, left me in some really dark places. But through all of that, I found unexpected hope. And that's where the title comes from. Um, and the book is written with journal entries and a little bit of up-to-date material, mm-hmm. maybe just commenting on where I am now versus where I was then. But um, it's... A book that I never intended for the public to see. And Donna, I mean, you were sharing with me when we first met, you're out of your comfort zone with this, but you understood the importance of um, your faith-driven woman and the importance of sharing your story so that people don't have to necessarily go down those same paths. Exactly. Um, It took me a while. I was convicted probably for about two years. Um, Very clear that I was to put my journals in a book, raw. 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 Um, And not change anything, not try to make it look better than it was. And that was hard for me because that's why I had the journal, Mm -hmm. to hide what was really happening. And in time, God helped me see through a different lens. And I realized it wasn't about me or my insecurities, but it was about the hope that I could give others. And not just others going through cancer, but others who had lost hope who had found themselves hopeless, Mm -hmm. who was living in a dark place. And so it became more about helping others than it did about me and how I felt. Mm -hmm. And, you know, to for all accounts, you know, people who may know of you or know of your family, they probably thought you had this picture-perfect life, Mm -hmm. right? Oh, yes. Okay, so tell them who your husband is. So Turner Ward, who you know, played Major League Baseball for about 16 years and then has coached in the Major Leagues probably, I don't know, the net last, gosh, we've done it our whole life. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. um, high school sweethearts. High school sweethearts. 
Yep. He actually took some time off from baseball once the book came out spring 2020 because he didn't realize until he read the manuscript um, how dark it really was for me. You know, I protected him. I tried to protect my kids. Mm -hmm. You know, I remember the day that I got the diagnosis. He was actually on the road with his team, which I encouraged him to be with his team. And I remember sitting in the parking lot and thinking, okay, I have cancer. Not my husband, not my kids, not my family, friends. No one's going to be affected. No one's life's going to change, just mine. And so I made that commitment to myself that day. And so I did hide a lot from him, which, you know, nine years later was probably the dumbest thing I could have done. Well, pause right there. Why why did you feel the need to hide everything? And nine years later, how can you reflect and know that you could have handled that better? Well, I think it's my makeup of just being a baseball player's wife. You just did everything so your husband could do his job. You know, you didn't want you wanted everything to be good so that he would get a hit mm-hmm. or not have a bad game or and just being independent. It's just kind of how I was wired. Mm-hmm. Um I'm very secret, I guess. Like, I would rather handle it myself than share with others. I would rather help people than help people help me. Um, but in hiding that, I realize now maybe I would have not found myself in such a desperate place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of our listeners are, you know, are moms, our wives, single moms, grandmothers. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, we're told to be so strong and be so independent and, you know, help other people. And so taking care of ourselves is, is very low on the totem pole. Exactly. And so, so many of us can identify with you mm-hmm. as to make sure everybody else is happy. Yeah, it's a, I think it's a Southern woman thing, but also... Looking back now, I think as a Christian woman, Mm -hmm. to admit that I was struggling in my faith, that I was having doubt, you know, I didn't want to be judged for that. I felt like I needed to be strong, and I needed to to have faith Mm -hmm. and do all the things I was supposed to do, all the things I told other people to do, you know, but now it's a different scenario because it's me. You know, I'm getting the scripture sent to me that I sent to people. Ooh, you just gave me the chills. And then all of a sudden it's like, hold on, you know, really? So um, just trying to hide it from everyone at every angle. So um, on page nine, this is what you write of your book, um, which we're going to tell people how they can order okay. and support. And of course we have a, a great event mm-hmm. coming up and that's what we're going to talk about. But you say it is only because of Turner, my husband of 31 years that I had the courage to write this mm-hmm. book. He was my high school sweetheart is my best friend and the absolute love of my life. He has encouraged me that God has a story to tell through my journey. Turner has walked alongside me and has never let me give up or lose hope. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lord, for giving Turner to me and for blessing us with three amazing children, Tucker, Kendall, and Olin. Thank you also for Tucker's wife, Lexi, and our first grandchild, Mm -hmm. precious little Charlie Gray, born December 28th, 2019. And there is a powerful picture of you and your husband. Mm -hmm. How does that make you feel to even hear those words? Mm, Just, well, you're seeing me laugh. I mean, tears. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I'm so blessed by him, and I would have never made it without him. He's just, I mean, he is. He's been the love of my life since I was 15. And so, yeah, that's, he did encourage me. And I have this ring Mm -hmm. that has hope on it. I never take it off, pink ring. You know, it's just this cheap little pink silicone ring with hope. But it's probably the most special gift he has ever given me. Um, it kind of will go back to our foundation, Hope 4110. But um, I was hopeless, desperate, didn't know how I was going to make it. Mm-hmm. And I actually opened up to him that day, and I said, you know, I've lost all hope, and I think I'm losing faith. And it wasn't that long later he gave me this ring, and he said, I want you to wear this ring every single day. And I want you to remember that you can never lose hope. And this is your reminder to hold on to the hope that you have. And so this ring doesn't come off. And it is my constant reminder. You're so beautiful and, and mm-hmm. beautiful to share your story with us. And you mentioned the foundation, um, Hope uh, 4110.com. Mm-hmm. That's the website. What's the mission of your foundation? Um, so I was diagnosed with cancer in 2012. Went through three surgeries, um, an immediate breast reconstruction, which took about 11 months, and um, unsuccessful. And I went through about two years of just pain. Um, Then I started educating myself because I thought there's no way it's supposed to be like this. Mm -hmm. And long story short, realized that there are options, many options in breast reconstruction. I was only given one. Mm -hmm. And so I have such a passion now to help women not go through what I went through, to help them financially get the reconstruction they need, the the type that they want, Mm -hmm. not their doctor's options, but their options. So the foundation is just to educate women and to financially help them in their journey with breast reconstruction. And I know that, like you said, this is your journal, one that you never saw published. Mm -hmm. Um, And in there you share some very intimate, painful details. Mm -hmm. Um, Surgery-wise, you've had how many surgeries? Thirteen. Thirteen surgeries. Mm -hmm. Nine have been to correct the original double mastectomy reconstruction. Yes. Do you think that because you're helping others advocate for themselves, you're helping them to understand, like you said, there's not just one way to do this and that they need to speak up? Absolutely, that you have a voice. Mm -hmm. You have a voice, and it's okay to ask questions. You know, you think you can't ask questions. They tell you this is what you do, and you do it. And it never occurred to me to ask questions or to get another opinion but you're in such a state that you don't think about that. Mm-hmm. You're so hurt and so broken. It's kind of like being on a dog on a leash. You know, just walk me wherever and I'll, I'll go. Um, so you're not in a good state of mind. And it took me a long time to realize, you know, how I could have did things different and how I could have researched and questioned. And um, so now my passion is to help women not make the same mistakes I made. Do you think that you are purposely picked for this journey to do just this? You know what? I have to be. 
because it's nothing I would have ever done on my own. It's nothing I had a passion for before. Um, I thought I was a compassionate person before, but now I know what compassion is. And yeah, I had to be picked because there's no other reason I would be doing it. And so I know my journey had a purpose. I know these 13 surgeries have a purpose. And um, I'm in such a better place than I was before. You're such a survivor and a warrior. Mm. And you're listening to Donna War. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to tell you more about the second annual uh, Night of Hope. Quick break. We'll be back with more 251 Now with Kelly Finley. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back to 251 Now with Kelly Finley. I'm Kelly Finley. If you're just tuning in, you've got great timing. And if you've been listening, then you know that Donna Ward is someone you need to know. She has quite a story, and she's making sure to use her journey to help bless other people when it comes to knowledge and advocating for the best care when it comes to them. Um, She's a breast cancer survivor. She's been through a number of surgeries. She's written a book that, and I just, I just, I'm amazed by you, Donna, because this was a journal that you were keeping to yourself, but something told you, something pushed you to share this story. Mm-hmm. What was that something? Um, without a doubt, it was God. Mm-hmm. It was so clear, and I battled him for about two years, saying no, no way, not going there. Mm-hmm. Um it's just not me. Mm-hmm. You know, the the journal entries for, for my eyes only. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to the journal because that was my safe place mm-hmm. where I could be real and raw and honest with myself about what I was thinking. You know, I could tell the journal, you know, today's brutal. I hate today. Where I would look at my friends and smile and say, hey, it's a great day. I feel awesome. So the journal's real. Raw, honest. I didn't want to put it out there, but God made it clear that that's what people needed to hear. They needed to hear truth. They needed to hear someone who had lost hope Mm -hmm. and who was desperate and that he was my way out and he brought me through it and I really think the book is going to give hope, not to just cancer survivors, but anyone suffering and hurting. And there's so many people hurting. They are. I mean, not, there's just, you know, financial, Mm -hmm. um, divorce, death. The pandemic. um, Pandemic. Yeah, people are hurting and they need to hold on to hope somehow, some way. So I think the book can encourage them. It's a short read. You see it. I mean, you could read the book in less than two hours. If and you it's sat gorgeous. Down. It's, it's so gorgeous. pretty. Tell me the tell, tell everyone. So proud of you know, it. Um, how you came about with such a beautiful cover. You know, I knew the cover of the book before I ever wrote the book. It was I knew I knew I wanted it to be a hardback book. Mm-hmm. I knew that it would have a tree, a tree that would be withered and beaten but still had one little leaf hanging on that had not fallen. And there it is. And there it is. And I knew Unexpected Hope was the title from day one because hope has been my word. Mm -hmm. And Unexpected, because the journey was unexpected, the path 
that I was led down was unexpected. Mm-hmm. And the hope I found was totally unexpected. When did you publish your book? It came out the spring of 2020. Okay. And, you know, and I, I turn it over to the back. And uh, Mark Batterson, a New York Times bestselling author of The Circle Maker and lead pastor of National Community Church, says, powerful, told with heart-rending intimacy. Mm-hmm. That's, that describes That's, it perfectly? It does. And you know how cool is it to have Mark Batterson? Right. I mean, wow. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. So how can our friends um, purchase your book? It is on Amazon. Okay. And actually, Amazon is running it on sale, which is unheard of, for $2.47 right now. And in um, honor of Breast Cancer Awareness Month, it makes perfect sense to, to gift yourself with something of this magnitude. Yes. And also, don't you agree? It's a beautiful coffee table book. It if is. you don't read it, it's just gorgeous to sit on your table. <laughs> it really, really is. I, mean, I wish our friends could see. I know. It's so pretty. But... um. Yeah, so you can. And then locally, um, of course, Daphne Shoe Boutique, um, a little shop in Satsuma, has the book. Um, So I do different book signing events. I'm doing one at our church in October, October 10th, I believe. So the book's available if you just... Look for it. So your husband obviously saw the manuscript, and he has seen the final product, and mm-hmm. and he gets to see you each and every day. Yes. So we have this fun event coming up, A mm-hmm. Night of Hope. Yes. Okay, so second annual. Walk me through the fun, because I love the fact you have a lineup beginning at 10 a.m. I do. <laughs> so, yeah, this is the second annual. Last year we did this, and it was just I met Claire Flowers, a shoe designer at Daphne Shoe Boutique. She was doing a trunk show. And I was attracted because all of her shoes have pink. They have a pink heel cap. And so meeting Claire before we knew it, within a couple of months, we threw an event together at Daphne's. And it did really good. So this year, we've had more time to plan. But um, so now we have a lineup. And we have Bobby Brown, makeup artist, coming in from 10 to 2, doing makeup for women. Mm -hmm. There's going to be food and drink throughout the day, but. The party starts at about 530. We are going to have, you can walk the pink carpet, and we'll have photographers. Um, Access Magazine is helping, so you know anything they do is over the top yes, amazing. Yes, We love Haley Hill. Yes, Haley. Anything <laughs> right. Haley touches turns to gold. Right. Um, Daphne's Shoe Boutique is absolutely gorgeous, mm-hmm. just the place itself. Where is it located? It is in Daphne, right behind... Um, what is, is it the post office in Daphne and then those few restaurants on Main oh, Street? Yes, yes, on Mansi Avenue. Mansi Avenue. 818 yes. Mansi Avenue. I know exactly yep. where you are. Okay. And um, so she has this gorgeous fountain, and of course, it's going to be pink bubbles because we're going to turn it pink. We have the band, Catawampus, who's going to be entertaining. We have food from Eastern Shore Street Eats, which is provided by a good friend of ours, Blaine Stokely. Okay. That Run Stokely Garden Express. Um, the shoes, the funnest part. Yes. So a while back, Claire contacted me and she said, hey, I was thinking about this. You love shoes so much. And all my friends know I'm a shoe fanatic. Her shoes are very cute that she wore today. Let me just go ahead. And, and so <laughs> she said, I want you to help me design a shoe. And I want to name it the Donna. And we'll debut it at your event. And um, so I was like, Wow. 
how cool. So as we were looking at fabrics, picking out the shoes, I couldn't decide. I narrowed it down to two different looks. Uh And she said, okay, I love them both. We're going to do another shoe called The Hope. So I have two shoes. They will be debuted. No one will get to see them until that day. Uh Um, Here's what's really cool. Daphne Shoe Boutique does not carry tennis shoes. Okay. Um, One is going to be a really cool tennis shoe. And so Daphne is going to carry tennis shoes for the first time ever. Is it the Donna or is it the Hope? Y'all are going to have to be surprised. You know I'm trying to see. <laughs> no, you have to be surprised. Okay. And and you said that everyone's invited. This is everyone's, a free event. It is open to everyone. And it, the pro, from a proceeds standpoint, 20% of the proceeds. 20% of the proceeds to all sales of shoes mm-hmm. will go to the foundation. Um, of course, my book will be there. And I will be signing the book. Mm-hmm. So all the proceeds from the book sales will go to the foundation. Um, we're having a silent auction that has become so big that I think we're taking it public <laughs> because we have a lot of Major League Baseball players that have sent stuff that is just like, wow. Yeah. You know, we yeah. need to give St. Louis Cardinal fans a choice our chance to bid on St. Louis Cardinal items. And you know, it's a win-win because many women love baseball. Yeah. Uh, many women love shoes and vice versa. Many men love baseball mm-hmm. and many men love their wives in beautiful shoes. <laughs> it's, you're right. It's a win-win. So, <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Okay, give us the date of um, our event. It is October 21st. Mm-hmm. It's on a Thursday night um, from 2 to 9. But about 530 is when it really gets Really gets going, turns more into a celebration, a party. Um, it's just going to be really fun. So it could be a great girls' night. It could be a great date night. Mm-hmm. Um, just come however you want, and we're just going to celebrate. You're really providing us with not just hope but vision on how to handle the various journeys we may be facing right now or may see soon. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got to be proud of yourself. Well, I don't know if I would ever say proud of myself, but I'm proud of where God's led me mm-hmm. and proud of the people that have surrounded me and supported me and for like Claire and Daphne and my publicist, Pam Denham. Love I mean, Pam. nothing would be possible without Pam. She's I mean, wonderful. she's came alongside me. She is actually um, a woman that Hope 4110 has helped. She's a survivor. And she's a survivor and... Just, yeah, so I always I always call her my beautiful friend. I and know. She's just, she's just, as they say, good people. And yep. I'm so happy that she made sure that we were connected. And mm-hmm. speaking of connected, if people have more questions for you, you know, you can find Donna Ward on Facebook and Instagram as well. And the foundation's website is hope4110.com. And you take direct messages for those who mm-hmm. maybe again, are just beginning this journey and they have nowhere to, they don't know where to start. They don't right. know what to do. Right. And I also have my own website with more of the book. They kind of tie together, but it's, you know, Donna Marie mm-hmm. And that's also a place you can, people can contact and reach out to me. As we wrap up, Donna, um, what's your message to those right now, no matter what their fight is, but they feel like they're in the fight of their life. What is your message to them? Um, do not lose hope. Hold on to it and claim it. God's going to see you through. 
He is. And you're going to come out stronger and better for what you're going through. So it's going to make you better. It's going to make you stronger. You can get through it. Thank you for joining me this morning. Yes, thank you so much. Anytime. That is Donna Ward, once again, wife, mom, and author. If you'd like to uh, continue to follow her, you can do so on social media, her website as well. Unexpected Hope is the name of the book. And uh, we hope to see you at the event. It's going to be a lot of fun, and we're going to help continue to change lives. And that is what it is about. I say we because I will be there and I'm ready to look at two new shoes. Yes. (laughs) So thank you for tuning in to this edition of 251 Now with Kelly Finley. Have a great Sunday. We'll see you back here same time, same place next week. Tune in every Sunday for 251 Now with Kelly Finley presented by AIDS Alabama South and the Mobile County Health Department. 730 to 8 a.m. right here on the Sound of Mobile.